Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I'm joined by Allison Oconi, our community care pastor who has been gone in Hawaii, and we're glad she's back to join us on the podcast and just to be back in the building. Yeah. We have uh, Michael Solis, our children's director, joining us on the podcast today, and last but not least, our speaker from Sunday and our interim pastor, Cliff Tatama. So we are on week four of the 40 plus days of prayer. And if you've been following along in our books, uh, in our daily devotional books called The Prayer Adventure, we're on week four. Today marks 24, I believe, if I'm doing my math correct. Day 24 of The Prayer Adventure, and we've just finished our fourth Sunday in um, the 40 plus days of prayer. On Sunday, Cliff, you spoke about uh, Don't Tell Me. It's the we've done the who, what, where, why, how. I forget which which word we're on. It actually wasn't a word, though, right? No, it was. Well, <laughs> I don't recall it being a when. word. When the when, right? When yes. silence. Yes. When silence. Yes. Yep. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yes. So we talked about the when. Um, Cliff, can you kind of talk through? We haven't really announced it or put it on screen, these titles, right? But if you go on the website and you go to Arbor Messages, you'll see we've been using these words, and that's been kind of like our framing device for each message. And each message has had its own, you know, different main points and and talking points, but we've been using these four words. (laughs) What's that face for? He hasn't checked the website. I have no idea what you're going to ask, and I'm trying to make up an answer before I even know. Uh, well, this will be good. People, this will show people that we really do not script these episodes out. They're sure very, don't. maybe we should script them out, but we don't. Um, but you talked about the win, right? Yeah. And how much of, of this device that we've been talking about, the who, what, where, when, how, um, how much of the when came into um, the, the message prep for this? Because I think a lot of people who sat here on a Sunday really came away with silence, right? And silence was a big theme of Sunday. Um, So I guess maybe just talk about the relationship between the when and the theme of silence that was very prevalent in the message. Yeah, so I think when usually precedes the word silence when you're thinking about it as it relates to message. When God's silent, then what? Yep. And what does that mean? And so I think that's where, uh, as I was just, I think on the prayer series as a whole, thinking about different when we pray, how do we, how do we, how do we pray? Why do we pray? You know, just kind of what should we pray and in, in the, and the, actually the process of it. And then what are the things that get in the way? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the things that make our prayer more powerful? We'll look at that more next week. But this week I was thinking about, so one of the big things for all of us, if you've been in the faith for any length of time is, is when it seems like God's silent. Yeah. And then what's going on. And so, because that's such a big thing as far as prayer goes for people as beginner Christians to people who are very mature in their walk and been a Christian for years and years. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that kind of, as I thought, that's got to be addressed. If we're going to be doing a full series on it, we have to address that question. And when I began to think about the question, it actually expanded in ways that I I guess I didn't anticipate when I first started the, the process. Yeah. So, yeah, and just, and, you know, thinking about what God might be instructing us through mm-hmm. that. There ended up being more things than I thought of, mm-hmm. you know, in that. So, um, 
but that's where that's where we started with it is yeah when god's silent then what yeah and i think for me um i get a little bit of a different uh look at the message than other people do right um i get your notes i put together the slides then i hear it on a sunday morning and then we come and talk about it right so i saw i had the the word when prompted in my head before anyone else did right and um kind of what I took away from it was um, the relationship between when there is silence, I know for myself, it's a question of when am I going to hear from you again, right? Or when am I going to hear you? Because when you're in silence, for me, and maybe this is just how I deal with anxiety and and stress is, how long am I going to be in this period, right? And that's my question is when am I going to hear from you, God? Or when is this uncomfortable silence going to be filled, right? So um, I thought I thought the relationship between silence and when, which people might be hearing about for the first time today on Wednesday, and they had no idea that that word was really so instrumental in the message. Um, I think it's that's what's interesting is people can now go back and listen to the message and think, okay, there is a lot of a lot of this message fits into duration, right, and time. Yes. So, yeah, I I really liked it, um, Allison. You. You're a better person than I am, and you filled in the blanks on Sunday. And that is not um, the notepad that I took with me. I oh. have I have my notes <laughs> somewhere else. But yes, you're right. I am a better person than you, and I did yeah. take notes. And you, yeah, you should own that. You should own. Yeah, I just, <laughs> anytime someone comes at you, just say I'm a better person than Hayden. So whatever you <laughs> and have to say I took to me, notes. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, awkward. But no, I don't have I don't have my blanks filled out oh, on gosh. this one. Yeah. But um, it was interesting to look at um, when I was putting together your, your notes, Cliff, or your uh, slides, um, I have, I'm not at all involved in Cliff's sermon writing process. I don't want to get that credit. Um, I do the slides. I saw that there was a very common theme, which I thought was really fun for, um, I th- well, maybe not fun, but I think insightful for people who might be going through a period right now because we've talked about you know this is why we pray this is how you should pray and some of the people who are showing up on Sunday or watching online might be going through the the period where I am praying but I'm not hearing anything right and a lot of people have been excited to talk about prayer and I imagine there's quite a few people who came in saying I don't want to talk about prayer because I'm in this season right now where it feels like prayer is tough and I'm not the relationship isn't growing but you used um, a line repeatedly of when there's silence, it might be this, right? And I'm curious, did you start writing out that one point and then God just started saying, there's so many reasons why it might be silent? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's that's actually true. I, I started out thinking about when God's silent, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I think when I first started thinking about it, I thought, oh, God's trusting us. Yeah. That or God's expecting us to trust him. Yeah. However you want to look at that, you know. Yeah. That that uh I think there is when you can have a real intimacy with someone, such great intimacy that you're good with silence. Yeah. You know, I, when my wife and I first started dating, she couldn't stand it if it was quiet too long because she thought <laughs> I was upset about something or I was just or what's going on? What are you yep. thinking? You know? And now it's so different that we can just completely she trusts that. Oh, yeah. If there was an issue, I'd, I'd be talking about it. Yeah. So in some ways, that silence increases the intimacy. And mm-hmm. I kind of mentally started there thinking, 
God, God, if we can trust God, then he wants to know he can trust us with silence. Mm. And I think as somebody starts walking with the Lord, having, having been a pastor for as long as I have, so often I see that God just, when they first join, first accept him as their savior and stuff, it seems like he's so responsive to them. And he's, he just, it's just so cool because it's like, he's letting them know, yes, I am here. I am. But then as they begin to walk with him for a little bit, almost inevitably, you watch him kind of pull back a little bit. I think for us to grow into that. Yeah. So uh, that there's a deeper level that comes through that. But then as I was answering the question, which you said, just thinking about when silence is there, then what? All of a sudden, I just felt the Holy Spirit started showing me these other things. No, sometimes it means this. Yeah. And for some people, it means this. Yeah. And then the scriptures just started coming with that. And that's when uh, I, I guess I kind of got excited about how how wide that can be and how mm-hmm. much, which is why I kept saying that God wants to teach us through prayer because he's teaching us. And it might be in four or five or six different areas. And it may not be the same every time. Yeah. So if it's, I look at that for myself, well, wow, he's he's silent. Does that mean the same thing it did last time? Because last time I think it was just he wanted me to get to know him better, yeah. all of Job. Uh, but maybe it's that there is something that there is, that there's some unconfessed sin or something. So it won't be, I don't think necessarily the same thing all the time for yeah. all of us. In a way, this reminded me of WebMD. Um, because <laughs> yeah. when you go with a symptom to WebMD, of course, they're always going to say basically like hurry to the ER right away. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you must be dying or check with your doctor. <laughs> but they also lead you through kind of a Q&A flow about your symptoms like, hey, so do you have this? Then that, you know, do you have this? Yes. Then it could be this. Yeah. And so this... Um, sermon with the Q&A flow down, like God silence. Is it like, do you have unconfessed sin? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then be like, oh, okay, that's my diagnosis maybe. Yeah. Um, but, but there are, so, there's probably what, 10, eight reasons here, yeah. you know, that you had listed of like, well, it could be this or it could be that. Um, and so it's good to check through, right. um, yeah. but it doesn't mean that his silence means always that, Hey, it's because there's some, you're doing something wrong and yeah. therefore God is pulling away until you mm-hmm. figure it out. And then he's not going to be mad at you anymore and he'll come close. Yeah. Um, so, and what I think is so cool is I went through and counted, there's 10 lines that say God's silence may mean, right. Mm-hmm. And wow. all 10 of them can be read as symptoms but really they're just areas to grow in, right? Yes. God's silence may mean the the request isn't his will, right? I mean, so right there you take that and say, okay, have I really brought this to God and said, is this what Hayden wants or is this what you want, God? And then the next one is um, God's silence may mean the timing isn't right, right? So every every single one of these things, it can be frustrating to look at it because you go, so why are you silent, right? Right. All yeah. too often, the story of our our journey of faith is it's not about on our time. It's about going through the work that God has put in front of us. So right. I think that I, is cool. It's frustrating, but it's also cool that there's yeah, yeah, so many I, options. I, I, I had no idea where Allison was going with WebRx and WebMD, <laughs> but, 
But yeah. that's a great example yeah, yeah, because exactly. it's a great example because you can just kind of walk through those things yeah. and go, oh, is it this, Lord? Is it that? Or yeah. am I there? Or what about this? And I think it would um, identify a lot of yeah. those things. And truthfully, in all of our lives, I mean, you have in this on this podcast four people that work for a church. I can go through all 10 of those and say yes, right? There, yeah. there is a broken relationship in my life. Um, is is this God's will or is it my will? Like I could go through all of them and say, yeah, these are all probably correct and I could probably do better in all 10 of these areas. So I think that's where the frustration creeps in, right? Is, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not a perfect person, so I probably could say yes to all these things. So, I yeah. guess I wouldn't want people to look at this though and say, oh, I have to get all of these things right before I can even approach the throne. Oh, yeah, that's the danger, expect, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's like, gosh, I... Yeah, maybe there's unconfessed sin plus a broken relationship plus, mm -hmm. you know, whatever right. else. Yeah. And I, God will just have to wait for me to talk with him until I get all these things figured out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would see it more as like, no, 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 no. He's with you. Like you get to walk together through this. Yeah. 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 I, I, I appreciate this. So there's always a caveat with, yeah. with web MD or RX or yeah. whatever, right? It's always saying check with your physician. Mm -hmm. Well, so he, here's some lists that we can go through, but check with the physician. Yeah. yeah. And he is open to that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, again, if I think if the silence, we look at the silence as God saying, would you get to know me better? Mm -hmm. Would you get to know me better? And you can do that when you start bringing these things yeah. to me, mm -hmm. we will get to know each other better. I, I thank you for Allison for, bringing that up because yeah. it isn't like God's playing a game with us right. that way. He's not playing right, a game with right. us that way, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I think the, the beauty of um, how we, how we do things from a Sunday planning perspective is um, Cliff and I very rarely, if ever talk about worship songs and what he's, what he's speaking on. Right. And I think one of the cool things about this message in silence is we're not preaching a prosperity gospel, right? Of if there's something wrong in your faith journey, that means either you're not doing something right or whatever. And the whole idea of prosperity gospel being, you know, if your life's going well, that means you and God are going well. And if your life isn't going well, then that means you and God aren't great. But the first two songs that I picked out, right, were all about grace. And I think that's what's important about this relationship with prayer and to God is regardless of where you're at with God, he has grace for you. So you can always come and pray and sure there might be silence, but that's, that's the cool thing is you don't have to go through these 10 steps and say, once I'm good on these 10 areas, then I can pray with God. God's saying you can pray whenever. Um, these are just to help when, when you are in that spot of, I'm not hearing anything. I don't feel like God's telling me anything what's going on. So, um, we're on week four and week four was, was silence. And I feel like the first couple of weeks were kind of our introduction to prayer, how to pray, when you should pray, all of that. And then these last two weeks, silence. And then last week, um, I forget the title, but it was more around uh, spiritual warfare, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. So now we're kind of getting into the not as fun topics um, because that's when the conflict is here, right? We've learned how to pray. Now here's how you keep praying in the middle of the times when it's not easy to pray. Is there any sort of, uh, I guess, spoiler that you want to you want to uh, share with us of where we're moving uh, going forward in the prayer series? Yeah. Well, next week we'll be talking about um, when it feels like you are not breaking through. Mm. You know, when 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 you're praying about something and you just feel like, 
oh, I don't know why I'm just, I just feel like I'm not breaking through. I feel like maybe God's not hearing me. I feel like yeah. whatever, what are the things that you can do on your mm -hmm. side yeah. to, to really to say, Lord, I'm really serious about this. I really yeah. need you to intervene here. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that next Sunday. That's the spoiler alert. Yeah. And, and I'm going through without it, without it, you have no prayer life whatsoever. So <laughs> if yeah. you don't check in next week, no, I'm just, that's yeah. the spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I was, I, I, um, am the person, uh, not, I didn't put together the, the prayer adventure. I'm the person, um, scheduling and, and posting those on social media. So I've been looking through ahead at the, the prompts for the prayer adventure each day. And, um, I was looking forward to this week and looking at what the prompts were going to be, the little like subtitles that you use, Cliff. And uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I noticed each day the the prayer prompt or the prompt at the beginning is getting more and more serious and more and more, uh, I think, introspective and probably going to be more uncomfortable for people just reading the little short snippets that you include at the beginning of the chapter. So I think... I think next week will be more difficult, <laughs> but I think it'll be good. Um, but for any of the people who are listening of, okay, these first two weeks were a little challenging, or these, these last two weeks were a little challenging. Yeah. It's going to get a little worse, but in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Pain and gain, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> going to get more better. <laughs> you just trainer dust. No yeah. pain, no gain. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's in your prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you want to talk to us about children's ministry? Because you guys are doing prayer, maybe not the exact same way as we are on Sunday, but what's, uh, what's it look like for the kids on Sunday? Yeah, that's been the creative part for me. Cliff has given me the room to use a lot of what he's teaching on a Sunday morning, but adapt mm -hmm. for, for the kids. And so, uh, I did take, you know, when God is silent, what could it mean? And I, I opened with asking the kids, Hey, how many of you have friends that you can hang out with? And maybe you don't even say anything, but you know, you're cool. And bunch of them raise their hands and, or how about your family? You know, can you hang out with your mom, dad, sister, yeah. brother? And, and, and then I went into, well, and I, I've got the list here with me when you're praying silence, when you're, if you don't hear yeah. from God, it could actually mean that you're close with God mm. and, and it's a time to just really be with God, to be praying with God. Yeah. And then I had the list up and they could read it and we read it together and I said, or it could mean unconfessed sin. It could mean broken relationships. And mm. I took a, just a, a minute to say that this is what a broken relationship could look like. Yeah. Um, it, it, it could mean that we need stronger faith. And I asked, what does faith mean? And it was so fun to see the kids answer the question. Yeah. Um, it could, and then I went into, it could be the request isn't in his will. The timing isn't right. He has mm -hmm. a better plan. He wants you to know him better. And then from there, I went into the story of Mary and Martha calling out to Jesus to come heal Lazarus Yeah, and how, um, Jesus tells the disciples actually, um, there's a different plan in place yeah. pointing back to this list that we just went to, but that God will be glorified through Lazarus in this mm. story and how um, he waits for two days. And from Mary and Martha's perspective, they're like, hello, uh, why are we not hearing anything yeah. from Jesus? Did he not understand how important this is right now? <laughs> yeah. It was so fun to get an animated with the kids through the process and uh, really interact with them with yeah. this story. But how Jesus shows up and and pointing out, you know, the timing wasn't right. 
the idea of other people and the way Jesus was going to interact wasn't in his will for this at the yeah. time. He had a better plan and he even wants them to know him better in, through this story. Yeah. And how uh, it was kind of fun. I stood up and used my projection actor <laughs> voice. Lazarus, come forth. And the yeah. kids are like. <laughs> and uh, after that, we we closed it out where I took all 18 kids and the three leaders and we sat in a, a circle and I said, you guys, I, I just want to take prayer requests and let's pray together. Mm. And it was powerful. The leaders came away going, that was cool. That's awesome. So it was it was a very fun week to watch yeah. the kids. And, and I was telling staff before, a big takeaway for me was that whether we're adults, whether they're, you know, elementary school kids, yeah. the prayer requests don't really change a whole lot when we're mm -hmm. approaching God. So it was really cool for me. Except yeah. the ones about a ferret. Except the ones, I don't know, some parents, yeah, I've well, heard some adults true. worried about their, their ferret, cat, dog, <laughs> mm -hmm. <Yep>. bird. <laughs> so, true. Yeah. yeah. So did you guys, did you interpret or did you um, categorize or define the silence based on like a request that was given that wasn't answered? Like you keep petitioning or is that the breakthrough one? Mm. Uh, that's more the breakthrough one. I oh, think okay. with, I think I wasn't thinking when you're, when you're praying and you just don't sense God responding mm -hmm. back to you. Yeah. That's really to me what the silence thing is about. And because it can, you may be making requests. You may not really be making requests. You may just feel like you're praying and there's not, there's just not a lot of, yeah, you know, back and forth. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was thinking about really the silence thing more from that perspective. And I think if we can arrive at a place that are, that we're good with silence because we can kind of do that mental little checklist and go, no, I, I'm, I'm good. If there was something, mm -hmm. I know the Holy spirit would convict me and I'm mm -hmm. in communication with him and he's not. So I'm confident God is there. I'm mm -hmm. so confident he's there. I can really be at peace yeah. in this moment and actually come to see it as a place of intimacy. Mm. I think that's where I'd like to be. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I even like saying that because then you wind up <laughs> experiencing that yeah. or the opportunity for it, right. you know? You know, the, the other side of that though, if, if you do have a check in your spirit, like I'm concerned that maybe something isn't right. I, did you at all address more of a corporate prayer or adding other people into your prayer life to kind of bounce it off other folks as well? Not yesterday okay. due to time constraints, sure. but that's coming up yet. Okay. Yeah. Breaking through. Yeah. Wow. I remember a time, well, I live in the grief share world a lot mm. and a lot of people who are grieving feel that God is um, not meeting with them in exactly the same way that yeah. he was once mm. um, before the death or the crisis. Yeah. And so there's um, often a searching or a yearning for his presence to mm. show up. They would prefer it in the same way that he always has shown up before. Yeah. Um, Cause that's what they understand. And that's like, they understand their faith practice. It draws them into God's presence in a certain way that, you know, they understand. So when this crisis or death happens, then there's a disruption in that. And they often talk about the silence that comes and like, God feels so distant. I'm still trying to open my Bible, but I can't focus the right way or the same way. And uh, worship feels 
weird and my prayer life feels different. Um, and I talked to them a lot about kind of a bubble wrap that descends on you um, in a crisis. And it does kind of protect some of the broken parts of your heart, um, like it shrouds it and encases it. Um, and that actually God's presence is there with you in that quiet place. And it's not necessarily that he's going to speak in the same way as before. <laughs> um, but they do kind of grasp at like, where is he? I don't feel him as close, yeah. you know? Um, so it's sort of a, uh, another symptom maybe of like, what's going on? Why does he seem far away? Yes. Um, it's like, actually he's just there with you in a, in a new way, yeah. a different way for this time period. But anyhow, um, I think there's some guilt too, that they feel like, did I do something wrong? And it made right. him go far away. Right. Did it like, am I doing something wrong right mm. now? And it make, made him flee. You know, why did you turn your face from me? Mm. Um, yeah. Why did you forsake me? All those things that Job was crying out. Huh? And Jesus yeah. on the cross yeah. too, yes. right? Yes. He, so, yep. yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I don't know. Have you felt that before? Like a season, maybe not yes. necessarily grief or death. Oh, yes, but both. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And be able to keep coming back to him. And, and, and there are just those different levels, right? That as you start getting healthier in that, but just to, to really look for him in the middle of that and be okay that you're not okay mm -hmm. for a little while. Mm -hmm. feels like you could do an actual series on just silence with God as well. Oh, a lot oh, to unpack. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. I would say the majority of those 10 points you actually could do a full message on quite easily, right? Because yeah. they're all different issues that the Bible speaks to a fair amount. Yeah. So um, I think that was one of the things that actually surprised me with that message, that uh, there, was, there was as much as there was on it and thinking, oh, in fact, there was a couple of things that I that I did not put in because I just, they were, they were a little bit too much like some of the other ones, but not completely. And I can't remember what they are, Hayden. So they're, they're on the floor <laughs> that far back. Cause I know you'd asked me that. Uh, I was just thinking about what were they again? Cause I, I remember deleting a couple of them going, I I'm going to be, I'm going to be way over time. So, uh, but they were kind of covered in some other ones, you know, but just other things that scripture would, would bring up. But I think that if we don't come back to the, to knowing how much God loves us, and that that's so fundamental, we can begin to look at these things otherwise as a, um, we start to see God in the wrong character, mm. as though he is uh, mean or, um, or... Doesn't like us. Doesn't, doesn't like us. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or he's got this checklist of stuff we've got to do if we're going to be okay and accepted by him. Huh. And, and um, that's just not so much not his character, his, his root character. And I think that's, if we can remember that, then the rest of that, the pieces start to, um, God convicts us, you know, the, the devil condemns, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit convicts. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really, uh, that the clarity, when, when I felt like God really showed me the clarity between the difference of the two and the con condemnation is, you know, you don't, you don't. And it's just, it's that beating us up, you know, but the Holy Spirit he didn't do that, but he does convict. Mm. And and we know the difference because the one is a conviction of something in us 
designed to bring us to a place of more health. The condemnation is designed to beat us up and put us in a place of less health. And the one, we have to be able to go, that's not from God. I reject that. Mm. And the other, we should be able to go, this may be hurt, this may be painful, but I need to be able to embrace this Mm. because God's got what's best for me in, in mind. I know that. So therefore, I can move forward in that and know he's got me. Mm. So that's, yeah. That's a spoiler alert for this next Sunday already, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if to add it. (laughs) Not there yet. Breaking through. Note to self, tell the intern in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Could you add that to my notes? Rewatch the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Have you experienced silence from God at any point? Yeah. Yes, I have. Um, and and what what's strange to me though is I feel like there are other times where maybe I'll be putting out in prayer or energy or emotion and feeling like what where what is what is mm. God held up with and then there's other times where I'm just doing going through life and I feel like God is like really just lambasting my brain with oh okay I know I got to stop everything to hear what you're saying because I can't even take it in right now. So uh, I guess in my relationship with God, I um, I guess I'd say I'm not good at communicating. <laughs> is what mm. I'd say to that. But yeah, I've I've felt those times before. And mm. what's really fun for me is I never really put this list to what could be going on in those. Mm-hmm. I guess I just kind of always said um, I'm just going to keep plugging away, and I know God's there. It's going to mm. eventually. It's going to come around. But yeah. so there's a little bit more maturity to the the conversation by looking at the list. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one that didn't make the list that hit me this morning as I'm having devotions. And um, I realized I had read over a chapter and didn't even realize I'd read it. You know, and you know, all of a sudden you're, hit, you're going, what did like, I just where's read? Where's my brain right where's now? Where's my brain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have no idea where my brain was, but also I, I just, I literally stopped and went, I don't even realize anything of what I just read. Mm. <laughs> How did I do that? Because <laughs> yeah. I was sitting here having devotions, right? And I and I now and I thought, oh, there's a different sense of silence. And it's all because I'm I'm just not there. Yeah, right. I'm just my mind is somewhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about how God showed up for me after a period of silence, and I'll make it quick. I know you're. Oh, no, you're good. Watching the time. I do watch the time, but we're good. Okay, I um. So my mom died in October. 27, mm-hmm. 2017, oh, okay. 27. And then my dad died October 27th, 2018, mm. exactly a year later. And on October 27th, 2019, I thought to myself, wow, I'm going to have to like come to grips with the fact that my parents both died in succession mm. one year right after yeah. the other. And I'm not even sure really how to wrap my mind around this kind of loss. And I'm not sure how to like go about my day. I'm not really sure like how do I acknowledge and honor their memory. It just felt like a very big day. Yeah. So I was like, Jesus, you got to show up for me and like tell me how to think. Like tell Mm. me how to wrap my mind around this. And it was a Sunday morning. We went through our whole like, you know the thing here at church in the morning. Mm -hmm. I ran home, I grabbed a sweatshirt and I headed to the water because that's always where I do like my best soul thinking Mm -hmm. and all that. And I 
went out to the water and was like, Jesus is going to meet me here. He's going to tell me how to think about all this. And I was there for a few hours. Nothing. (laughs) 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 Nothing. (laughs) Like, I'm like, Jesus, you know, it's a big day. Yeah. I asked you, I asked, like, could you kind of show up and help me know how to process and like log all this and nothing, nothing. Mm. So then I was like, okay, I'll go back to the car. I'll leave. So I started hiking back up the um, hill, back up to my car and I worked up a sweat. So I took off my top layer and there was a sweatshirt underneath that. And I was like, I think I'll just take a, like a selfie. Cause that's how I roll. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I, I take a that. selfie and I look at it and my sweatshirt that I grabbed, I hadn't even thought two seconds about what sweatshirt I grabbed. It says better together. Mm. And I was like, I feel like the Lord is telling me that my parents are better together. Mm. Oh, that wow. it yeah. wasn't that they, it wasn't good for my dad to be without my mom. Mm. And it wasn't good for him to be alone here. Yeah. And they're actually better together. And mm. all three of them, Jesus, yeah. mom and dad all yeah. together. And I felt wow. like at the very last minute, mm-hmm. almost to the car in a selfie, you know, of course he's yeah. going to like communicate to my heart in a way that's comforting. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. anyhow, it just, I love that memory mm. because I so sought him and mm-hmm. wanted his voice in my life. I wanted yeah. him to show up. I did all the things that I thought would bring his voice into my e- heart and ears and yeah. uh just came about in such a strange little way i, I love that I, I i as you tell that story i feel like it's that still small voice mm. you know when there's so many times where things are going on and it's like i really could really use hearing from you right <laughs> yeah. about now right about now you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like oftentimes it's we just clear the rest of ourselves out of the way and god's like yeah, this. Yeah. It's like, holy cow. Yeah. yeah, I think, Yeah, I mean, I was. I actually thought you were going to go a little different place with that, which is interesting mm. because when you said that, that's what you sense the Holy Spirit saying that you that they are better together. Mm. And I thought, and there you are hmm. out there by the water seeking the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you're finally walking back to the car and he's saying also to you, we are better together. And I've been mm. with you the whole time. And now I'm going to speak to you a minute while you're on your way back. Mm. And I would really hope that as we continue with this prayer series, that's the way it is for people who are taking this seriously. Yeah. That they would be saying, Lord, I want to be better together with you in mm. this thing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd that's be my great. hope and prayer for them. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. It was cool. <sighs> thank well, you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you guys have anything else. I'd love to wrap things up and uh, close us. Feel for it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening or watching the follow-up podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.